I, it's, I mean, it's a nice place. Don't get me wrong. I love Alberta. Um, and I, I, having been raised in California, I think the flat plains are kind of awing until you're driving in it for more than an hour. And then it's just kind of, you start careening into the, yeah. into the field, but you don't hit anything. Yeah. There's, yeah, nothing, there's nothing there. I mean, you might hit a big pothole. Well, it's not even a pothole. Cause it's oh yeah. Just, potholes galore along yeah. that road. It's not, you wouldn't even call it a pothole. It's like a small Canyon, like drum Eller where they've got the giant dinosaur museum. It's essentially which part of it is road. Yeah. And which part of it is hole. Yeah. It's like the road has fallen into the hole. It's not like there's a hole in the middle of the road. No, it's the hole is the road. Yeah. So uh, without anyway. further ado, we will begin the podcast uh, that we have set up for you guys. So last week we uh, interviewed um, the uh, executive producer uh, and the production designer um, for Night Owl High, um, and then which is a Telus Story Hive. Uh, the winner, the uh, yeah, the, the actual, final winner, the actual one of the finalists, or that yeah. actually got their series yeah. uh, funded, and they got the they got the big grant of fifty thousand. Uh, so whether they use it all, we will see. Um, and so we interviewed them last, uh, or that that podcast was put up last week, and we interviewed them. And uh, so today we have the interview with the two actors for you, um, Cyrus Lord Bryant, and uh, Matthew Spears. And there you go. So without further ado, we hope you enjoy. Well, thanks for being here, guys. Uh, Thank you. you. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Uh, Matthew? Hi, I'm Matthew Spears, and I'm playing Perd Carlisle on Night Owl High. Hello, Matthew. Hello. Hi. And Cyrus? My name is Cyrus. Uh, I'm an actor, apparently. I'm also a musician. I live here in Vancouver, and um, the iced tea I'm drinking is fantastic. Awesome! Uh, some so Franks, good. some of Franks. Special <laughs> homebrew. First, actually, first attempt on yeah. that one. And yeah. It's normal iced tea. Yeah, mm. it's not like all that extra stuff. Sweet tea. Well, I think yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's it's a little bit of simple syrup, but that's about it. Simple yeah. syrup for those that don't know is just water and sugar. Mm. <laughs> We're getting the secrets out already. Yeah. I feel like we're going into a different sort of podcast. Yeah. This is uh, food recipes yes. and extra beverages. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, and Matthew, you're an actor too, right? Yes, I am. So, uh, yeah, this is actually an excellent segue uh, to how you guys kind of got into acting. Uh, so, nice. Matthew, how did you really come about into getting into from acting to the point of Night Owl High? I... I started acting in the 90s. I started at UBC Theater School. Amazing. Yeah. Whoa. Frank's Um, the youngest. I I just come back from India. My girlfriend was coming out of uh, Emily Carr Art, and she was like, you're not an artist, but try this. And it really clicked. (laughs) Did you study acting anywhere? Yeah, UBC I started and and grew other places, other teachers. So I'm I'm kind of curious about this girlfriend. Did uh, how long did that last? Because about she two told three you... years. Oh, okay. So that was yeah. okay. Never mind. She I was one of these Quebecois fiery types, you know. Oh la la. You know, it's, mm, you know, sounds, it was sounds kind of most fun. stable, but it was really passionate. And <laughs> yeah, she she went Emily Carr. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty passionate about it. But yeah, anyway. Typical. <clears throat> yep. Uh, what about you, Cyrus? How'd you get into it? I was a drama geek, all throughout junior high and high school and that kind of stuff. I did theater. 
totally just to meet pretty girls. Uh, I was about to relate on the drama geek from I knew like junior was, high, so. and, but and then I was like, uh, but I didn't do it for the girls until high school. Like, mm. well, that's what made me school. the geek. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's how you got into it was the girls. I love acting. I love mu- uh, movies. I guess mm. I saw Indiana Jones when I was a young kid. It had a really great effect on me. I wanted to be that guy. Okay, which Indiana Jones? The original, not the young one. Oh, okay. So I'm talking Harrison Ford. So you saw that in the theater? Not in the theater, no. Okay, yeah. No. But uh, I have projection <laughs> screens set up for my house, so yeah. I can kind of like go back and relive like those kind of movies and oh, watch okay. them screen. in the theater setting. So. I think Matthew and I kind of rolled our eyes at the same time when, we, when he said, uh, yeah, I didn't <laughs> I see in the theater. No, yet, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm a youngin'. Yeah, me too. But that's okay. You know, these guys, they need a reassurance that, you know, they're still connected. That's true. With... That's why we do this. Yeah, that's why. That's, okay. why I, that's why I came on board. I just want to feel like I can be connected to... Part of the group. It's all right. It's part of our community. We're connecting our community. It's important in Vancouver. You need a strong community. So, um, and then, uh, so Matthew, you started acting yeah. uh, in the 90s, and then have, what... Have you been doing it the whole time since I then? took some breaks. I mean, um, for me, acting was as much about the personal growth aspect of it as trying to get famous or get women. I mean, classic. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I did a lot more plays at the beginning than any film roles just because there's something magical about being in a cast. It's like a mini family, and you get to really delve yeah. into characters over time. Totally. Whereas for a film role, it's, it's great. You show up with what you have, but you, there's not as much room for development. Mm-hmm. So doing all those plays really was set up a good framework mm-hmm. for getting into characters. Yeah, yeah. I feel like most uh, actors should really start in the theater because it's sort of where you really learn to, your your craft. I mean, you learn how to project totally your is. voice, and you learn how to how to basically just have conversations with people and have them actually be, be interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when when you're on on camera it's sometimes difficult to have that connection with the actor because sometimes the camera's sort of right in your face and you're not really emoting to anybody except maybe mm. a green screen or some guy with some weird balls on his head or whatever you yeah, know <laughs> very distracting balls on yeah very head. distracting balls on his head depending on the kind of film i guess yeah call yeah. testo head yeah test uh, you guys don't head. that's not bad you've I never so. noticed that the balls no i know you're talking about with okay the CG. yeah just like normal to me yeah, yeah, okay, perfect. Okay. Just seemed normal to you. <laughs> yeah, well, some people, yeah, no. Uh, Average Saturday night, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, right. Yeah, I agree, definitely. Uh, starting in, uh, starting on stage really helps you de- helps you get that grounding for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and also like the family, the cast being the family. I mean, I because currently I'm not uh, doing film as much, working on some other things at the moment, so this is kind of a break for me, but it's like, I totally miss it so much. I know that once I get back into it, it's gonna be like, whatever it, like whatever projects, man. So, uh, Cyrus, what about you? I mean, I don't know how old you are, so I don't know necessarily where it's... A lady never tells. I was gonna say, you know, don't don't give it away, those secrets. But, but I'm 21. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Oh, okay, go. all right. Now you know I'm not a lady. We're That's learning true. Things. Yeah, by process. It's a good thing you actually told us that because otherwise we were totally thinking you were a lady. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's the kind of nice hair, mm-hmm. nice. And you did say you were in your best form. vest as That's well. True. I did yeah. say that. Yeah. You squeal like one in the first episode. That's though. true. I do squeal uh, like yes. one. Of course, that was uh, it was kind of inspired by a mouse, opposed to a lady. 
Yes, mm-hmm. a mouse getting uh, trapped by the cat. That's true. I was told that I was a mouse. That was my inspiration for the character. Mm-hmm. Said if Pert over here is a hungry wolf, then you are a scared mouse. Hmm. Wolf and mouse. Yeah. Oh, okay. eat mice? I was wondering that, yes. but I yes. bet okay. in the okay. wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they eat the hell out of those mice. They really do. Nice. So, um, when you left high school, did you do uh, schooling for theater after that or any kind? Uh, yeah. Well, for two years out of high school, I played in bands. I supported myself through music mm. um, and odd jobs. Turns out I wasn't really a good enough actor to fake working at a clothing store. <laughs> right? No matter how happy and up I got, I couldn't make it work. I just, I was miserable. So I was on the computer one day and I Googled film school. Mm. And the first one that came up was VFS. Of course. It's a school right here in Vancouver. And I actually didn't really even research past that point. I didn't look at other schools. I was just like, I'm going to go to this school. I visited the place. And everything clicked from there. I spent a year there this last year. I graduated in August. And since then, I've just been trying to assert the skills I learned there and get work here locally. So, Mm. yeah, it's been fun as hell, man. It's been awesome. And um, school was definitely worth it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. So maybe we can start talking about your characters, like who you play on Night Owl High and and maybe how how you got that character as well. Uh, yeah, so since we were talking about the mouse thing anyway, I mean, mouse. might as well bring up that scene. Wait, wait. Um, well, I knew Tom, the director, actually, from doing a short film. A really, really rad one, too, um, in my opinion. I got the opportunity to play myself as well as an exaggerated version of myself, my conscience. So it would pop up on the same screen, two of me, dressed in different outfits, and I would kind of poison my own mind with doubt and all these different things while I was on this really awkward date. Oh, so the devil and angel kind of scenario. Exactly like like that, yeah. So I did that, and I fell in love with Tom's style. I loved the stuff that he did. Mm. And I actually just, I came up to him. I Facebooked him, um, asked him if there was any kind of projects coming up that he was doing that I could be involved with. Um, I basically begged him for a part and um, harassed him so much that he finally said yes. Huh. Is that when you squeal like a mouse? or Exactly when. And he knew you were perfect for the role. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. So uh, the character you play in the show, uh, maybe you'd like to explain. In Tommy, world. yeah. Tommy's awesome. Tommy is, he's resilient, he's smart, um, but he's not exactly a badass. He is kind of a person who has been put in unordinary circumstances. And he knows a, when to strategically cave. He does. That is hmm. true. Mouses live in caves, by the way. So do you and uh, Matthew, your character, do you guys work together or do you work against each other? I don't think my character works with anyone. No. Even, like, my staunchest supporter. Yeah, because your character is very amusing. He's definitely turned turned the hallways of this high school into his war zone. Uh, (laughs) And it's like it's become kind of like a, a communist scare like the communist scares that happened in the U.S. for a long time. So uh, tell us about your character a bit. Well, my character is sort of a a blown-up version of the really bad teachers and vice principals we all know, someone who thinks that they need to teach everyone what's right and what they need to do, and the best way to do is to terrify the shit out of them. There you go. And we've all known teachers that somehow thought that way. Mm. I sure have. 
Yeah. Yes, like, indeed. I, I love you, son, so I'm going to traumatize you. Yeah. Um, aside from the traumatizing part, he doesn't actually think that. Actually, in his world, he is of the highest integrity. And actually, as a character, he will not go beyond that line. You know, mm. He actually isn't violent, per se, to students because he actually cares about them. But terrifying the shit out of them, that's totally fine. You know, threatening mm -hmm. them, yelling at them, great. Um, interrogation techniques, that's just fine. Yeah, there's a part in the in the first episode, which is out right now on uh, YouTube. But there's a part where you're clearing a way to get to um, uh, Linda Hand in her classroom, That's and right. you're like telling everyone to like move out of the way. Yeah, and you make a point of not touching anyone, which I thought was very much like a teacher thing. Like you can't yeah. quite touch the students. <laughs> but then there's other times where like you've got Tommy up against the locker, yeah. but yeah. no one else is around. I no guess no one's watching. Then yeah, exactly. so it's fine. No one's gonna believe me. Eh? Yeah, right. Against the vice principal. <laughs> yeah. So how do you two? I mean, because you guys are in the middle of filming the rest of the season. So uh, how do you feel without giving too much away about the story? How do you feel it's been going uh, for you guys and your like as actors and also as your characters? Um, great in terms of filming. The last weekend and two weekends are actually some of the most intense scenes for my character. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it felt honestly great that, that I was so thrown off my like self like when you're so affected by doing a role mm, totally um and then you know i can't sleep the next morning but it's oh, okay it was worth it <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're just that affected by it so um yeah this the atmosphere on the set is great tom the director he knows how to keep focused while keeping it really fun mm. and and it also as an actor one thing that is so important is to feel that people are watching every subtlety you're doing and saying what works and what doesn't so you can trust that you're just going to do your job give everything and you know there's attention on you like i've known some directors who focus so much on the technical aspects they're like oh go yeah okay whatever you're doing good mm -hmm. you know? mm -hmm. but to have that um re uh, great uh, feedback back and forth trust that everyone's doing their job great and fun mm. that's really wonderful to be around Basically, everything's been taken from the first episode, and it's just been turned way up. Like, nice. Way up. It's just, it's actually insanity, man. Reading on later in the episodes, the first time I read it at the table read, I actually didn't read any of it until everyone sat down and read their own characters, right? I wanted to be brought to life in front of me there. I was in hysterics. Like, I couldn't even, I was missing lines and stuff, because I, I couldn't even deal with the content. Um, yeah, just a lot of excitement, and... The content, I think, is mirrored offset as well as onset, you know, in between takes. Mm -hmm. Everything feels like that. The energy is high, and it makes it a really amazing experience to work on this. Mm. And you guys film actually in the high school. Is that that's right? Yeah, eh? it's central. Yeah. It's, yeah, right, in, in uh, West Vancouver. Yeah. Yeah, how's that? Like, is it, so you go in pretty much after all the students have left, and, and then you act like students. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was really fun was uh, for the first episode that you saw um, that a lot of the extras were from that high school, mm. so they were having so much fun trashing. Like, yeah, they were yeah. Like, All yeah. the things we get to do. Yeah, <gasps> we're allowed now. Yeah. Yeah. Were they like theater kids or were they just anyone? I think they were. I think we tried to get as many theater kids involved as possible. Yeah. 
There was a lot of smiles. I was watching the extras the second time I watched the video because, of course, you have to watch it more than once. And I was looking at the people in the background, and they were so happy, and they were, like, throwing all of the paper and toilet paper. And <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, wow, look at them. And oh, there's the part where you, Matthew, you just catch that toilet paper roll oh, yeah. out of mitt there. And I was like, Two ply, like, what a waste. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, It's wow. coming to life for us right here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was such a, such a kick to watch that. So yeah, what uh, how do you feel about the characters for you two? I mean, has there been like a big change of what they've been going through? Huge. I mean, I can't speak necessarily to um, Matthew's character, but everything is so different for Tommy. Uh, originally, I was only supposed to be in one episode. They hired, they hired mm. me on to do one episode. He tells me to clear out my locker and leave. Right. right. Um, but I love the show so much, and I. You know, I threw so much down to make sure that show could get votes and this and that. And after a while, I think they were just like, yeah, like, we kind of have to invite them back, you know. <laughs> so um, everything has changed. Absolutely every single thing has changed for Tommy, really. Mm. Um, Is there anything you can say that doesn't give the, the plot away too much? Well, what, what's in store I can definitely for say that I get wrapped up in a really tangled web of different characters working with people that you might not necessarily expect them working with. And... A lot of familiar faces from the first episode, and these characters have an opportunity to just progress, and everything's just so much more over the top. But mm. uh, yeah, Purds, he's still on the hunt. He's still on the hunt. Mm. I think he kind of that's constant, eh? That's constant, but um, because it's a character, um, it's and a strong character. It's also really important to not get into the just stereotypes and one dimensionality. So yeah, as the series goes on, you get to see him have to deal with having a closer relationship with someone hmm. oh. and that okay just a little bit of questioning himself and that's so hard for the character you know yeah. just, what doubt no <laughs> no <laughs> a lot of inner monologue clearly yeah, oh, yeah. the best Oh, and he's like one of the one of the sort of the more set in his ways characters, I guess. Uh, one being the oldest yeah, one, yeah. Um, so no, showing exactly. growth might be might be difficult, really, for, for the progression. Well, of especially say, that but. in his mind, pretty much everyone else is the enemy. Yeah, doesn't understand. Yeah. Why don't they just get me? I feel like he's getting in the character now. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, because uh, you keep going into the voice, and I had a uh, a question about that. Did you? Um, I'm curious where the inspiration for uh, your character's voice came from. I have I have my own hunch, but I wanted to hear. Well, it. it's sort of developed over a few projects. Uh, I actually um, was doing a gruff character on a radio play, and that hmm. that's uh, that was Rainbow Demons. Um, so I did that s slight take off on that, more of a. Um, the, the gruff nature. I also did, as a VFS final project, an Indiana Jones-type character. Nice. So I had a bit of that tough action yeah. guy going on. And this was sort of just throwing a bit of film noir into that. A mm. little bit of the pause and timing. and Yeah, it was... It's so fun to get into, just because there's a lot of humor in it, too. Mm. It's like it... One of the... Um, I guess, in my training, one of the major influences was uh, clowning. School. Mm -hmm. I did mm -hmm. Pachenko training clowning with David Murray Smith here in Vancouver. Oh, wow. cool. And uh, the essence of clowning in that school is taking something very real and just blowing up, blowing up out of proportion. But to keep that connection with something mm. real that's going on in the moment, so it 
doesn't become one-dimensional and stereotypical. Mm -hmm. So that relates a lot to Purd, where a lot of his reactions are somewhat comical, but they're still really affected by what's going on in the moment. It's mm. not a one-dimensional, like, flat face, oh, this is a film noir takeoff, okay, yeah. like, who's lying type thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, definitely, like, who's lying. Because I, I, I was, my hunch was, oh, God, he sounds a lot like Batman. You know, I yeah, knew that's Christian where you were going to go with it. Yeah, Batman yeah. Voice. Last day on set, someone said, "Yeah, I'll you you do the Batman thing right now. I'm Batman. <laughs> Batman. Everyone's got a Batman, but I think Everyone I think I think Purd's a little different. You know, I'm oh, actually yeah. really I'm intimidated to try Batman. to try Purd. I'm sticking with Batman. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, so maybe we can talk about. Uh, do you guys have any advice for people trying to get into uh, acting in, in yeah, the Vancouver idea. industry? Mm. Yes. Be friendly. Like be a good guy. And hound people in a be and beg them? Yeah, totally, totally. Make friends and then harass them until they give you opportunities. <laughs> that sounds good. Yeah, that sounds sounds um, about right actually. Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, advice. Yeah. I just just do it. You know, do your own projects. Don't necessarily wait around for something to happen to you. Being an actor here in the city is as simple as picking up like a digital camera and just recording yourself act. Um, getting together a good demo reel of your own work and then just believing in yourself and keeping your mind active in between. I can't stress myself out too much thinking about my next project, next project, next project. I have to take time to skateboard and just mm -hmm. live and breathe in this city. It's an amazing city and there's a sense of community wherever wherever you go and there's opportunities to do stand-up comedy um you do stand-up comedy i want to actually i've been thinking about this nice. really recently yeah i think that would be really rad just anything to keep your gears kind of greased when you're not on a cw show or on something mm -hmm. that's gonna pay the bills it's just a matter of having fun i guess hey eh? mm -hmm. chris in your batman impression matthew uh yeah. what advice do you have well, my advice isn't about success, but rather being a bit less results focused because mm. in this industry, you get tons of rejection, you mm. get tons of um, gaps in time where you're doing nothing. So it's got to be, for me, as I mentioned, I got into acting as much for personal development because it should be connected to really connecting more with yourself so that you can have access to parts of yourself to bring out in that magical time. Mm -hmm. And so I did the Canadian National Voice Intensive a couple of years ago, and that was absolutely amazing, all about really connecting to my body and letting things erupt, which we'll show in the episodes where, you know, those uh, experiences you see Purd having, uh, those are real body experiences I'm having in that moment. Yeah, they're, right. they're, they're not faking, yeah. but they're they're channeled into this character. Mm. And a lot of that is the, the prep work of years of really establishing a better connection to myself. And not that all the scene study you can do is great, but it's not the only thing. It has to totally. be part of becoming more yourself. Because yeah. the best roles are when you're bringing a part of yourself. And as this crazy as this character is, yeah, I'm bringing a part of myself out. Yeah, it's kind of like what you're saying, Cyrus, also about, you know, sometimes you just got to go on your skateboard, just do other things. Like you just kind of, you are, you know, this instrument, this uh, artistic instrument. And as long as you are versed in a lot of different things and as long as you have a very open life and you are active and stuff, 
then you're going to enjoy yourself at least and hopefully find success with that. It keeps you semi-sane. Totally. Like by society standards, right? Like it mm. keeps you not maybe yeah. locked up. If yeah. you're not yourself. having fun during the audition, yeah. you're probably not going to get a cast. You just, yeah. It's up to you to have a also lot of true. fun doing it. I'm curious, do you guys find that uh, as actors doing this, sometimes I find this, that uh, you your filter kind of is diminished. You don't... you you struggle to learn what you should filter i'm having a really hard time filtering myself right now actually yeah yeah i always get in trouble when i'm cast with kids yeah i'm, I'm glad that yeah. i'm not alone no in this. You're my, my, trust me, you're my not girlfriend alone. my girlfriend always is like okay this is when a filter would be appropriate yeah and i'm just yeah. like ah but yeah. pretty much all the time the, the parent says yeah they've heard it all before so it's all yeah good. it's true <laughs> yeah, yeah well especially on set i mean yeah. yeah there's no way that they can be actors and not hear but believe me, I can take you to do lows. Yeah, making yeah. sure you're still in touch with your creativity without taking it like too far into the stratosphere, you know? Yeah. yeah that's a struggle sometimes. Not yelling but... at the kid who just walked across your scene? But, yeah, well, I mean, unless you're unless you're a perd and yell at the kid. Well, yeah, well, then you're right. totally in character, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I am Tommy for sure. The mouse? Going back to what you mouse? said, I am Tommy the mouse, yeah. I was in trouble so much in high school, too. I think that's like probably our biggest comparison to one another. I'm like, God, man, I get out of high school. I'm still in trouble. My character is all about resisting authority. Just That's true. That's he true. is the authority, though. But he's... No, not necessarily. He, he, in his world, he's what who should be the authority. Yes. Oh, so he's like a vigilante, yeah. That yeah, makes sense. That makes sense. Like that. The film noir kind of theme there. Yeah, uh, you know, the isolated vigilante yes. saving the world. Yes. One high school cost. at a time. <laughs> One high school at a time. I like it. Yeah. One roll of toilet paper at a time. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess this is a good place to stop. Um, thanks very much, you guys, for, for coming so out thanks and for having talking us. to us. Yeah. Um, and we'll all keep our eyes open for Night Owl High. Uh, do we know when it's going to be coming out? August mm. is the plan. August. Yeah. Date that I heard. Okay. Through Tell a Story Hive. Uh, if you make sure that you're connected with us on Facebook and with Tell a Story Hive in general on Facebook, I'm sure that they'll throw some updates at you and make sure that things are cool so you can be part of this ride with us. Yeah, you guys have a Twitter and a Facebook as far as I understand, and then you've also got YouTube. Yep. So uh, just Night Owl High, that social media goodness. Mm -hmm. Sweet. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks again, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you.